are you doing? Good. Did you have a good new year? I did. Christmas into New Year's is just a, a wild week with a kid at home. And my son's birthday is on the first. So oh my God. <laughs> it was just like pure chaos for a week. And now he's in camp this week before school starts again. So oh, awesome. That's great for everyone. <laughs> I was just reading a tweet from um, this guy, Randy, who you haven't met, but he's been on the platform forever and with like one of our long-term clients and we convinced him for a period to work with us internally too but he tweeted this morning he's huge into music and he's like years of Ticketmaster bullshit has prepared me for signing my kid up for camp in New York City (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's uh it's a thing it's just like preschool where like you know daycare I've heard that it's very competitive Yeah, it's crazy. Some places in Austin have like a year and a half waiting list for their infant classroom. You're like, I, that's impossible. The math does not math. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. That stresses me out. I'm like, should I get on a wait? Whatever. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. (laughs) Well, Haley, welcome back to the Frontier Podcast. You've been here before on your first day, actually. Yeah very very soon after I started that was a a fun (laughs) hop into things you've been here for what almost a month a month yeah Mm -hmm. how how have you been acclimating it's been great it's been um a a fun time of the year to join the team because so much of getting used to a new role and, and learning so much is just having your heads down and asking people questions and I feel like the end of the year is when everyone's kind of in that headspace anyway to be reviewing the past year and that's true I haven't thought about that how like if if you're looking for a transition the end of the year is probably a good time to do it Mm -hmm. because like nobody's really sprinting towards anything in December it's really about like reflection planning slowing things down a little bit so yeah folks do have more time to just like answer questions or just like leave you alone (laughs) like joining a new company sometimes if you like hit it when like things are kind of on fire or everyone's moving really quickly it's like welcome and also here's like 16 things to do before the end of your first week and it's like I really just need some time to read (laughs) and observe you know Uh, before again universally that has been my experience so it's been really nice to be here like oh I do have time to just absorb and think and all of that so yeah also apologies in advance for if there's background noise rumor on the street is there will be somebody showing up to my house to actually do work on it for the first time in like three months and of course it's like today podcast record yes yeah um so if you hear like a a dump truck backing up um, that's a that's fun work happening then I know there's been like a moat around my house, which was like cool for a while when it rained. It was like castle vibes. Yeah, it was like castle vibes. Like try to break into my house. You can't because there's no way in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then I realized it's actually like really not good for your foundation uh, to just have like rushing slash standing water. Mm -hmm. Anyway, hopefully that gets fixed today. There's actually somebody pulling up in a truck right now but I'm really excited to chat because last time we had you on the podcast we really just talked about being a parent and how that fits in with 
working in general, working from home specifically. Today's really about you. Um, so I'm excited to learn more about you. I think to start, let's just share like, Haley, what do you do here at gun.io? And we can go from there. Yeah, I am, uh, my title is product manager. And I, I guess I'm the first addition to the product team in addition to Gray. That's a, a, a fun position to be in because, and I've been there before on other startup teams is, you know, so often you're starting out with, you know, one person trying to tackle everything and uh, getting to a point where they realize that uh, it's it's time to bring someone else on to help tackle more problems or allow for specialization. Um, it's fun to get to be that person. So that's what I have hopped into this last month. Uh, so I get to work with Gray uh, on a daily basis. It's been fun because I've really been given uh, a lot of freedom and, and free reign for this past month to just investigate and be a fresh set of eyes on the product that has been built and existed for the last 18 months, I think, and just bring, you know, my feedback to that, how what's working, what's not working, feedback, honest feedback I'm getting from our users, um, and just starting to come up with, you know, without any context of what conversations have been going on in the company for the last year more, what I would do first. Right. So that's, that's where I've been so far. Product management is funny to me because I have so many people, so many friends who haven't worked in technology before and they want to make the leap and they come to me and they're like, there's a million jobs for PMs. Like, what is that? What does that even mean? So like in the simplest terms, can you define like, what does a product manager do? Well, I think the the simplest way to put it is that a product manager is responsible for translating the needs of multiple different people who are interacting with your product who all speak different languages. Um, And so that's, you know, that's your external users. For Gun, at least a a significant part of our product is our internal staff users. And then it's the engineers or the, the developers that you're working with. And all of them speak different languages um have in in engineering cases like actual programming languages um and then you know they all have different motivations and priorities and senses of urgency the role of a pm is to absorb all of that information make sense of it and then communicate it back rationally and in a prioritized fashion to build something of value or fix what needs to be fixed it it can be chaotic at times. Uh, yeah. I, I think I have done some self-reflection and uh, realizing that that's part of why I love it. A um, <laughs> little bit of a, <laughs> a chaos fiend, but it's fun. It's, you know, it's getting to create order out of chaos and uh, put puzzle pieces together. Yeah. That's how I describe just like working at startups in general. To yes. Folks. Mm-hmm. For me, I have that same kind of like lust for chaos Mm -hmm. and just being thrown to the wolves and given freedom. What is that about? I don't know, but it's why I liked teaching too. I used to teach um, like eighth and ninth grade here in Nashville and Metro Nashville public schools are just terribly underfunded. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of a similar experience where it was like, hey, here's a mess. And also like, 
90 to 120 children that require you to be like very good at your job, go figure out how to do your job. And I liked that. And I think that's like been a common thread through, through working at startups too. So I was listening to an episode of Lenny's podcast this morning and the guest that he had on today is a product manager as well. And he was talking about how difficult it is to get into product. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's several paths, right? Like you can join at a startup and be one of the first product folks where like really they're just looking for people to, to learn on the job Um, or you can join a large company. um, But that's obviously a little bit more competitive and difficult to get into. How did you, how did you get into product? Well, I definitely took the the first approach by working with a number of startups and um, elbowing my way into product over the years. So right out of college, I worked for, uh, I, I went to Belmont in Nashville. So um, I, I worked for a, a small nonprofit in town in their treasury department for a while. Um, was a, a good first job, but definitely not scratching my itch to do something creative and challenging. Um, And so one of my buddies from school had a connection at a a really small startup in Nashville, GameWisp, back back in the day. Um, And it was a a 10-person team. And I joined as, I don't even remember what my title was, operations specialist. Uh, essentially it was, you know, if it, if my title could have been wear every single hat, um, that's what would have been on, on my resume. But, um, yeah, it was great. I, I joined a a 10 person team, um, was working in support. Um, so I had to know, I had to learn and know the entire product, uh, to be helpful in the support capacity to our users. Um, and that was really my introduction to software and technology uh, for the first time. And so, you know, I was doing QA and I taught myself SQL um, because Mm. I was tired of waiting for people to run reports for me. Um, And it really just opened up this world of, you know, I think my personality is one where I try to find ways to be helpful uh, no matter what. And so I, you know, I, I took my role and I expanded it. Um, into sort of those product uh, adjacent capacities. So QA, uh, reporting, support. So I, I didn't achieve the, uh, the title of product manager there before, um, like many startups, GameWisp closed its doors. Uh, that was my first experience with that. <laughs> um, and then I moved back to Austin, where I'm from after that. And I worked for another startup. That's where I got into product eventually. So um, I, again, I joined in like a, an operations and support role um, and then had a major pivot to I was in charge of uh, the recruiting function for the company for mm. about a year. Wow. And Yeah, very strange, <laughs> um, but like strangely helpful experience to now be working again. Yeah. Um, and I was, I think I hired 80 people over the course oh of my the year. God. <laughs> so it, that in of itself is like major project management uh, training. But yeah, a- after that, the hiring slowed down and I found myself in a position again where 
I was like, okay, I want to be helpful. Like, please let me be on the product team. Like I'm, I've been here the longest. I know everything about the product. Um, and so they, they finally let me, uh, get my way onto that team in a, a support capacity. So I started getting to own a couple of projects and it was just so fun. Um, I, I hadn't felt as like fulfilled or, um, as creative ever in, in a job that I've had Mm. that started, uh, in March of 2020. (laughs) Um, (laughs) and then, you know, the whole world shut down and I was at home with a 14 month old, uh, 15 month old and trying to break my way into product management, um, while COVID was starting and it was just, it was unmanageable. Um, so I actually, I, I left that job just so I could stay home with my kid and not try and burn myself out. Uh, trying right. To, and like pivot careers all the yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. It was a difficult decision at the time. I think it was absolutely the right one. Um, but at the end of 2020, started trying to find my next opportunity, got my kid back into a school. I, I started applying for PM jobs and I couldn't land any because I didn't obviously have that experience to back it up. Um, and that was really frustrating at the time. Yeah. I was able to, through the great power of networking, uh, land at another tech startup actually based out of Nashville um, and was a like one of the first non-engineering members of their product team. And so eventually I was able to work my way into finally getting the product manager title. Um, so that was a very long-winded <laughs> story. Um, but I think that finally identifying what I was passionate about and what really excited me and what I could find myself doing for hours without looking up Mm -hmm. from the computer and then just relentlessly pursuing trying to make sure that's what I was doing every day and that's such a good nugget of wisdom for folks who are maybe in like a generalist or operator position it sounds like that's where both you and I started is like you know coming into a startup that just needs like everything people power (laughs) yeah Yeah, just needs like brains on problems Mm -hmm. and those problems might be operational they might be business model related problems they might be product and being given like the space and the freedom to kind of like figure out what puts you into a flow state Mm -hmm. for me it was not an intentional career step to do that I think if I was offered like earlier in my career, some like big, sexy position at like a fang company, I would have been like, yeah, duh. (laughs) Um, But, you know, the wealth of experience I have now, and it sounds like you have now in, you know, all facets of a business Mm -hmm. serve us well. But it's interesting that you called out like that struggle with applying for PM roles and getting feedback that like, well, you know, you don't really have experience as a PM. Yeah. Even though you really do, like you've right. been essentially like PMing things since it sounds like your first role. 
yeah, I didn't, you know, my resume job titles didn't make it through their ATS screening. Yeah. And so, you know, I really found that if I can, if I can have a conversation with somebody about my experience, I feel fairly confident that I can identify if we're a good fit and sell myself and and my, my product experience. But yeah, even this last time around before landing at gun, I was finding that too, even though I had, you know, some amount of time of actual PM experience on my resume, I was getting feedback from a lot of companies that they're like, I think you're better fit for an associate role. I'm like, okay, that'd be fine. But like, please just take a chance on me. So right. Like, let's talk. Yeah. So I feel like product is also one of those things where there are really discreet skills that you just like have to know how to do, but it's really accessible. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that information is really accessible. It's not something that you need to be like in school for or you need to have 10 years of experience. It's like, right. It really is like a kind of like a tactical role in that way. What advice would you have for somebody kind of like in your shoes maybe a year ago who's looking for like a, a, a way to break in the product? You know, depending on where they're starting, if they're in a product adjacent role. Um, or just completely not in a, a company where they could move into one. Um, you know, what, what I found was that I found what I liked and then I just started doing it. Um, even if it wasn't asked of me and um, even though I, I wasn't recognized for it a lot of the time, just being able to get reps on, you know, okay, here's a, here's a problem that I know my product team is trying to solve. How would I solve that? Um, and like, there's a very basic framework for how to write a user story that anybody could Google or chat GPT could tell you at this point. (laughs) (laughs) So just like trying to do it. And if you have people in your world who are open to giving you feedback, just like putting putting your work and your ideas in front of them and, and getting their feedback. Because I feel like that's the only way to be good at product is just doing it mm. and doing it more over time uh, and getting feedback and not being afraid of the feedback you're going to get um, and just iterating. So, you know, finally, what helped me get into the the position that I wanted was being very clear about what I wanted, which is hard for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But I just said, you know, this is what I want. This is what I have been doing and um, make it happen, please. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like a lot of the struggle is like finding a name for the thing you want to do. Yeah. Like often job titles don't, I mean, the, the nature of the work that you do and the job title is like, totally arbitrary yeah so many cases so it's like really creative ones like yeah uh, what was I technical customer success manager manager technology strategy and special projects like what does that mean that was a product manager (laughs) yeah so I feel like that's like a huge part of the struggle it's just like what's the name of the thing that you actually want to do um and sometimes it's not just the name right it's also like the the field or the vertical within the company like, is it product? Is it, yeah, is it ops? Like, there's just, 
there's a lot there. And I think the only way we can get better at it is by like talking to other folks and kind of like building our personal board, getting a sense of what happens at other companies, making sure you've got great mentors, like all the, all the stuff that you just kind of alluded to. Yeah. And I, I think the other side of that, that is advice I wish I would have given myself a year two years ago um, is that, you know, so often in startups, whether it's 10 people or what are we today, 40, um, there's always something to do, right? And there's always a way that you could be helpful outside of the responsibilities of your current role. And I think for a long time, I thought that if I saw a need, I had to be the one to fix it. That had a, a, a time and a place and it certainly helped, you know, keep the ship afloat for a number of the companies that I was part of. But I think the the more mature perspective now that I have is that if I don't step in to solve that problem and it actually kind of, you know, multiplies as a problem and other people start seeing it, um, there's maybe a better fix for it overall holistically than me just inserting myself and and fixing it or putting a band-aid on it. Yeah. And so that's, you know, that's something I I have on my 23 vision board, I guess, is <laughs> uh find ways to, you know, set better boundaries around what are my responsibilities, what are the things that I own and, you know, using that to help the company grow better overall um by just like letting things come to light god that's such a good call out i was talking about something kind of along those lines with my leadership coach a month or two ago like how do you when you're in a position that's that allows you to see broadly across the company and you're also like you're thinking about doing your job well you're thinking about the company succeeding, but you're also thinking about your own professional trajectory and like, where do you actually want to be slotted in? Mm -hmm. The center of that Venn diagram is the work you should be doing, but it's so hard sometimes to identify what that is. Right. And like, maybe there is like a really big, juicy, cool problem over here on the other side of the company. But the Mm -hmm. question I have to ask myself is like, not just your line of questioning, but like, is this, is this what I want to do? Like in Mm -hmm. 10 years when I am like doing something else or applying for another job, like, am I going to call this out is like a huge success I had that will help me do the next thing I want to do? Or is it just like big and sexy because it's a problem that needs to be solved and I feel like I need to insert myself. So I'm with you. Maybe we can be accountability buddies. Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Haley, final question. This one's kind of a quickie, but outside of work, when you are not uh, working with us at gun.io, where can people find you? Well, uh, because I work from home, my location does not frequently change. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I am, I guess I'm a a parent to a very active four-year-old. So um, I spend a lot of time at the playground and uh, at gymnastics and ninja camps. Um, <laughs> and when I'm not in parenting mode, I've got two dogs who love going on hikes. Um, that's it. My, my life is, you know, I, COVID really helped shrink things, uh, for yeah. my introverted soul. 
Um, and I haven't really expanded out again yeah. and that's just fine with me. So <laughs> I feel like having, you know, a handful of critical areas in your life that you can kind of see at all times mm -hmm. is huge for just like mental peace, <laughs> you know, like I've yeah. found as my, as my world expanded, it was really easy for things to be stuck like outside of my, my line of sight. And then to feel stressed, like, oh no, let that thing just kind of like simmer and burn for too long. And now it yeah. feels like, like it's not part of my life anymore. So I am team few things, few things, <laughs> few things to focus on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. I too love to be outside. So if you have any great hiking recommendations for the Nashville area, since I know you're familiar, please send them my way. I, yeah, uh, I'm going to be in Nashville in a couple of months and radnor lake obviously oh it's the best yeah uh, i'll definitely be going there awesome well i'm excited to get together when you're in town yeah me too um, hopefully we can get the office put back together before then i got yeah. like a redecorating bug <laughs> a few weeks ago and tyler and i just like moved all the furniture in the office so it's a little bit yeah. chaotic right now but i, it should be I good soon. did that in my house over the last week so everything there, this panel is very clean but everything else on the other side of it is not so that is every time I like record a podcast people are like are you in like a, a video booth or like a we work like no literally everything that I'm looking at is chaos there's a bathroom <laughs> vanity like I'm touching a bathroom vanity right now yeah that is that's good going into hopefully we'll be installed in a new bathroom soon um but it's it's all about the background baby people oh, yeah. think you've got it together then you're golden <laughs> Well, Haley, thank you so much. This is such a fun conversation. And I hope that I hope that it's helpful for other folks who are thinking about getting into product or just are curious about other folks' professional journeys. Um, so thank you for sharing. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Frontier Podcast powered by Gun.io. We drop two episodes per week. So if you like this episode, be sure to subscribe on your platform of choice and come hang out with us again next week and bring all your internet friends. If you have questions or recommendations, just shoot us a Twitter DM at the Frontier Pod and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Frontier Podcast, produced by Gun.io. We're the only freelancing platform where engineers actually go to hire other engineers. If you want to learn more about how to hire or freelance with us, head over to Gun.io and get in touch. Let us know you heard the podcast, and we'll pay for your first 10 hours with a kick-ass engineer.